before we get started, we just wanted to thank you for all your support. Join us on Patreon for exclusive bonus content and make sure to subscribe, rate and review. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Carried Away Podcast. Let's get into the episode. I am recording. So am I. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I've carried away. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Just, just checking with you. This is episode nine, isn't it? It is indeed. Yeah. I had the panic Why? that it was episode eight, and I was like, because I remember <laughs> we obviously have done episode eight, <laughs> but like the other day, I deleted my notes, <gasps> and then I was like, we've definitely done episode eight. Like I was like having that moment of like, we're not recording this on Sunday, and I have like, oh my god just delete my notes do not worry do not worry listeners because this is episode nine season three episode nine are you ready to get into do you have any thoughts do you have anything any topics of discussion you want to bring up before we get into it no (laughs) no No. (laughs) um i'm not gonna lie I watched this the other day and I can't remember. Wow. Do you know what I actually did? What? So I was watching this episode and then obviously the next episode is I have to do my like mm-hmm. notes for, but I didn't. I just continued to watch and I got like, you know, I just <laughs> enjoy, was it just enjoying watching it without yeah. sitting like writing notes and, and thinking about what they were saying. I was just enjoying watching it. Um, so because I watched like so many in, a, in one go, I'm sort of like can't remember actually I do know what happens and I am like I have a lot of things to say about what happens okay, but again I'm not good. sure if we'll go into a lot of it in this episode so we'll see let's go okay let's just get into it and we can we can yeah. we can have discussion points at any point if you get a thought a yes. feeling an emotion just 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 <laughs> oh, step you right know in I will <laughs> oh you know I will I love it okay Season three, episode nine is called Easy Come, Easy Go. Aired August 6th, year 2000. Written by Michael Patrick King and directed by Charles McDougall. I was like, is this a relative tray? I was going to say, I was like, is that not... Maybe is that what he's named after? Maybe. You never know. You You never never know. know. We start the episode um, with the Carrie voiceover and she says, one of the unfortunate things about ending a relationship in an expensive city like New York is while you can emotionally move away from each other, you physically can't. So we see Miranda, Miranda wakes up, kisses a cat and goodbye for work. And as she's leaving, we see Steve sleeping on Miranda's sofa and she's trying to sneak out, but Scout, the dog, starts barking. So Steve wakes up and they have this kind of awkward encounter about her going to work and she says that she's got a brief due and that's why she's leaving so early. Carrie says in the voiceover that there was nothing brief about it. Steve and Miranda had been doing the polite avoid each other breakup dance for about three weeks. Which is interesting because like that shows the sort of time frame of the Mm, episodes and like what the gap is in between them because we never really know. Steve says he might have found a place and he goes to say something but then kind of is like, you know, I was going to ask you to look at it with me but that's weird, right? And Miranda's like, no, I I guess that's not weird. Like, we can can do that. And then Carrie in the voiceover says, and when you finally do find that place to move, you need to fill it with furniture. That's why so many smart New Yorkers frequent the opening day of the new designer showcase. 
We see Aiden at some kind of designer showcase and he's got his little booth Mm -hmm. and he's, you know, displaying some of his furniture, hoping to sell some. We see Carrie's there too and they're they're kind of just like, they're kind of all over each other at this. Yeah, (laughs) just having, they're just very like flirty with each other. They're just like, they don't care that this is a work thing for Aiden. They're just like kissing, they're on the furniture, like they just. Oh, I know, they might as well be like. Just have sex on it. Having sex on it. Yeah. On his furniture, yeah. Yeah. Because I was thinking, I was, I remember watching it thinking, someone's going to buy that. I know. Like, if, <laughs> and no one wants to buy that after, like, knowing no. that. And then they kind of start making jokes about how Carrie is his booth bitch. And Aiden goes off to then get them some coffee. Carrie in the voiceover says, I didn't need to wait for a blue ribbon panel to decide. He was the finest new designer in the whole damn place. And then... Carrie is just kind of hanging around and she sees Big and Natasha and instantly it's like her just instant reaction is to jump down behind a piece of furniture and hide. I would do that. I would do that. I mean, I I would hide, but (laughs) not on the floor. I would maybe just walk away. (laughs) You just turn around. Yeah. Yeah. But like she fully just is like instantly on the floor. Carrie in the voiceover says, I had often fantasized about running into my ex and his wife, but in those fantasies, I was running into them with a truck. <laughs> so. Yeah. I was like, that is so aggressive, that isn't is, it? <laughs> that is a lot. That is a statement. Yeah, it really is. Can I pause and just like a bit of a recap? So at the end of, it was the end of last episode where he turns up, Big turns up at Carrie's door, isn't it? No, it's a voicemail it's a message and then he turns oh, up oh sorry yeah yeah he yeah, yeah. It, yeah. He, yeah, it's a, yeah it's a voicemail saying you make me really happy and then he turns up and he's drunk yes and that's then the she listens message. to the message yeah which says i miss you and i can't stop thinking mm-hmm. about you yeah so yeah it's instant it's just not it's not, yeah. so it's not a good situation no so we're not so he's already sort of like making his way back into her life at Mm -hmm. this point yeah so there is already a bit of awkwardness let alone it being like your ex it's like your ex that kind of declared their love for you not necessarily love for you but like declared their like Mm. lust for you I don't know Mm. (laughs) if he loves her at that point but I just think he's he's majorly regretting his decision to to be with somebody else. Not even necessarily marry Natasha, but I he's no. I genuinely think he is the type of person is like he, you know, wants what he can't have kind of situ like thing. I, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the, true. This whole that's situation true. it makes me so like it. Not necessarily. It makes me so angry. It's a bit dramatic, but like I just I hate it this whole thing mm. we shall talk about it more as the story develops i mean <laughs> it's 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 just big mm. it's just big like that is who he is it's just big yeah he's just a big dick anyway he really is so <laughs> so big and natasha are, uh, they've not spotted carrie but they're looking at furniture pieces and carrie is hiding they're looking at like one of aiden's pieces and as big is like looking at the piece like from the side he just sees carrie then there's this whole awkward encounter with the three of them and she's like oh you know it's my boyfriend's booth aiden returns and carrie introduces aiden um because he says like sorry i don't know your names 
and Carrie's like, oh, uh, these are my friends. <laughs> and she says, because like, what else is she going to say? But she says, this is Natasha and this is, and I, at this point, I was like, did the audience think that they were going to find out Big name? I was thinking that. I was like, this is probably where, you know, this was one of the moments where people were probably like, oh my God, like... Yeah. yeah, but yeah, but it does not happen because Carrie spills coffee on all over Big. I don't even know how she does it. It's just like, yeah, maybe it was semi-intentional. Probably, like, probably. Yeah, coffee yeah. just ends up all over him. And then there's this moment where Carrie goes to like pat down the coffee on his pants. But mm-hmm. then Natasha was like, I'll do it. Like, it's all very awkward. Yeah. Nobody knows what yeah, yeah. to do. And... Mm-hmm. Big and Natasha leave. Aiden then asks, like, where, where do you know them from? And she says, oh, just around, like, 100 years ago, a, a past life. Carrie in the voiceover says, two hours later, it was time for the opening day party. It was lovely, caviar, silent auction and landmines. We see Big, who is clearly very disheveled and drunk. He's stumbling around. He's got, like, a bottle in his hand. It was very... It was just really uncomfortable to watch. Like, mm. you're in public. Get a grip. <laughs> I know. Is that like a home show? It's not where you would like... Exactly. You might have a little glass of something, not a bottle. <laughs> but he is... He is drunk. Mm. Yeah, so Big comes over to Carrie and he's kind of taking the mick out of Aiden. He says that Natasha is off bidding on a piece of beige furniture. <laughs> and he says, everything in our apartment is beige. It's bullshit. And Carrie says, I thought that's what you wanted, beige. And he says, yeah, well, it doesn't quite fit. We all know they're not talking about beige. They're talking about yeah. Natasha, Natasha and Carrie. Mm. Yeah. So then Big says, I have a secret to tell you. And he's got like this, I don't know, magazine in his hand, newspaper, and he kind of rolls it up and like speaks through it. And he says, it's not working. I'm getting out if you know anyone who's interested and Carrie is just like she doesn't really react but she's just like you know you should keep that information to yourself nobody wants to know that kind of information yeah I can't even imagine that happening that like I know yeah to say that like it's it's not a nice thing like for Natasha no it's horrendous imagine if yeah imagine if Natasha knew that like he was going around telling his ex that it's mm. you know he's getting out of the marriage or whatever like it's, or it's not working mm. or even the way he's talking about her you know in the whole like beige, beige thing like, yeah like you said we know we know that like it's not the beige he's talking about so mm. it's like why i can't believe he's like talking about her like that can, but but can you can you really not no i can but like <laughs> <laughs> but I also can't because I'm like, how can someone do that? But. I know it's it's just the sheer audacity of Big. Yeah, yeah. Like he just has no clue. But yeah, so it's instantly cut to carrying the girls, and she says Big is leaving his wife, and each of the the girls have their own reaction. They're all obviously like shocked. And Sam says, I knew it. And Charlotte is like, oh my God, no, tragic. And Miranda's just like, no, like she's just so like, what? Sam says, well, let's just say it, you won. And Carrie is like, is this a contest? And she says, oh, please, there's always a contest with an ex. It's called Who'll Die Miserable. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> which is oh, amazing. God. But yeah, Carrie tells them that he leaned in and said, if you know anyone who's interested. And Charlotte is like, well, you don't know anyone who's interested. He's married. Carrie, Carrie is married. Like Charlotte is very much reacting in a way that she basically thinks Carrie at this point is going to do something about this information. Because she's instantly like, no, no, he's married. You can't do that. Carrie, Carrie. Like, but do you think that it's like a, she knows that she's going to do something with him or yeah or... no I, I I think yeah I think she just knows Carrie so well but she's trying to be hopeful and she respects mm. marriage way too much yeah Sam asks her what she's gonna do and she says she's not gonna do anything and then mm-hmm. Sam's like how dare he say that to you married men never leave their wives and Carrie says even if he did I have no intention of doing anything for two reasons she says first I have a great boyfriend and second I'm not insane and then she's like let's order like she's just trying to change the the conversation she doesn't want to deal with the emotions that are coming up with this and then she says what do winners order <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know I like that <laughs> yeah she's so like smug like yep I won Miranda says didn't you feel like punching him and she says that she would have punched him and Charlotte says it's sad they've only been married for seven months and Miranda says that's what happens when people get into relationships too quickly and looks at Charlotte Mm. and Charlotte says you know I resent that Trey and I are nothing like big and Natasha and Sam says don't listen to her she's mid-breakup Charlotte tells the girls that she's meeting Trey's mother this week and she says that he's this close to proposing and all the girls are like wide-eyed like how yeah how long has it been but okay Charlotte <laughs> then Miranda is like okay whatever I've had pantyhose longer than your relationship <laughs> and Sh- Charlotte says it's not logical it's love and then again Miranda's just like okay like whatever very much love versus logic and it's obvious yeah, who's, I mean, who's on what side yeah yeah what did you 100%. think of Miranda's comment to Charlotte about well, she didn't really say it to Charlotte. She just said that's what happens when people get into relationships too quickly. But she does look at yeah. Charlotte. So I think... Oh, see, I think relationship's different. But I think... I, what I think of the comment, it's like sometimes, especially at the start of a relationship, you can be very like blinded by love and lust and everything. Of mm-hmm. you. So I think I can get a bit excited. Mm. <laughs> and maybe like you know go a bit quick but I also mm. think like sometimes that can work and sometimes it can what do you think did I agree with the comment yeah like that kind of stuff is what could potentially happen when people get into relationships too quickly and I think it was definitely fueled by oh no she said that after didn't she Charlotte about is this close to proposing yeah did she? yeah yeah she did Mm. yeah I don't know I I I understand what Miranda's saying but I just feel like she could have just not looked at Charlotte (laughs) yeah yeah if you're gonna say something just just own it just say it I think it's too soon but then the conversation wasn't on on Charlotte at that point true it's true that's true it's true true. yeah then we cut to Steve and Miranda at this like literal prison of an apartment Mm, it's a prison cell yeah it's horrible and it's horrific and steve says i'll take it 
Carrie in the voiceover says, As Miranda looked around the basement apartment, she realised the contest was over. Steve was the ex that was going to die alone and miserable. <laughs> oh. Per Steve. Steve. <laughs> That's so sad. I know. Miranda pulls him off to the side and says, like, you can't live here. She says it's the doorway to hell. There's got to be a better place. You know, I'll help you look. So then we cut to Miranda and Carrie walk in the street. And Carrie asks, you know, like, was it guilt, you know, helping him, Steve, look? And Miranda says, probably. She's saying sort of how she broke up with him and he's the one with no money, no savings, Mm -hmm. nothing to sort of fall back on. And Carrie's like, there should be an old boyfriend orphanage where they can where they can all like go and think about what they did wrong <laughs> and cry themselves to sleep at night in a clean and safe environment. <laughs> Carrie asks, do you think it's really because you don't want him to move away? And Miranda says, no, it's not that simple. My head tells me it's time to leave, but the idea of him moving into like a shitty apartment, she says on the corner of depressing and West shit street breaks, <laughs> breaks her heart. And I was like, wow. <laughs> what was your thoughts on this which part on Miranda almost feeling guilty about breaking up with Steve when he has nothing to fall back on um I don't think she has any need to feel guilty but like I understand that you still care for someone she obviously like still cares for him so she's going to feel some sort of guilt I think that's why I think it's normal but I don't think it's like, I don't think you need to. I think it would be a normal reaction, but I don't think it, you would need to feel guilty. Because I yeah. think everybody's situation in terms of like, you know, finances and all of that is like their own responsibility. It's not like, it's not her responsibility to set him up, mm. you know. That's what I mean. Because cause Steve, I know it was a fucking horrendous apartment. Mm-hmm. But if that's what Steve can afford, yeah, that is Steve's that's Steve's business and I know it's because she cares but I was just like this is Steve's problem if he it would yeah and it would be different if like you know she was in a relationship with him and told him oh you don't need to get a job or have a job when you're in a relationship with me mm. that therefore he she was paying his way and then broke up with him and then he had nothing but like like you said mm you know it's his business and his responsibility of like what he can like afford Mm. and what he can where he can go yeah I mean I suppose like it's it's just not worked out with them it's not a case of like somebody's done something wrong wrong somebody I also think though um say nothing romantic had happened with Stephen Miranda as a friend, Miranda would still pull him away from that apartment because you wouldn't want your friend to live there. Whether it was like, again, out yeah. of like, you know, you just wouldn't want your friend to live there and you would maybe feel a bit guilty if it was just your friend and you were like, oh God, like I feel, you know, or maybe not guilty is the right word, but feel bad that that would maybe be the situation they're in. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, because I do feel like Miranda feels like it's her mm. fault that he is looking at that prison cell apartment and you know she's thinking oh you know well she's the one that broke up with him so therefore she has to be the one to help him get back on track then we got to carrie typing a column 
She says, it's a pretty common belief that women use the left, more emotional side of their brains and men, the right, more logical side. But is it really that cut and dry? It seems that when it comes to affairs of the heart, there's a battle between what we know and what we feel. So what do you do when you find yourself in a situation that leaps back and forth between the left and the right side? She says, when it comes to relationships, is it smarter to follow your heart or your head? I mean, it's obviously smarter to follow your head, but sometimes you just got to follow your heart. Because mm. I think, so I think, do you know what I think about this? I think it's not just, it's not, sometimes it's not logic and love. It's not like the logic and, you know, the the logic in your head of like, you know, is this going to work because of X, Y, and Z? I think sometimes your head can be like your past experiences and your anxiety and your, you know, mm. what is like, you know, stopping you from following something. But like mm. your heart would be like, you know, just go for it because what's the worst that could happen type of thing. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting as well, like, because she's talking about your heart or your head. But like, what about your gut? Like, where does that... I know. Yeah, where, where, does, does, that, that where does that fall? fall? I would say your... Whenever someone says your head, I do think that that would be your gut. Because your gut tells you. Mm. But like, what if all three are saying something different? <laughs> I know that's very true. <laughs> I don't know. Is it we're gonna have to like change the saying? Your head or your heart or your gut? Or is your gut your heart? See, because your gut is like a physical. I don't know. Your gut is kind of like your heart in the way that some things just. I don't know how to describe. Makes sense. It. Yeah, some things just and make are. you feel a certain yeah. way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh god, we've just made it more confusing. But yeah, obviously it's <laughs> obviously it's smarter to, you know, listen to your head, but But then I think sometimes maybe if we listen to our head a little bit too much we might not be totally happy. It's true. Carrie continues, she says, Later that week, Charlotte met the heart and head of Trey's family, his mother, and it's Bunny. Bunny McDougal. Bunny McDougal. What? Welcome, Bunny. What is your opinion of Bunny? Um, I don't particularly like her. <laughs> but I do like her as a character. I mean, she's great I for I wouldn't the like sh- her as a mother-in-law. Yeah. yeah she's yeah, great yeah, for the yeah, show. Yeah. yeah. Would not like her as a mother-in-law. I think she's no. far too possessive of Trey. It's, like, actually concerning. It's, yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, we'll get there. We'll get, yeah. We'll, we'll, it's not, yeah. we'll get there. But, um... But yeah, Bunny is uh, insane. <laughs> so we cut to... Sorry, I've just... Isn't there Isn't there a scene in like an upcoming episode where like Trey's in the bath and his mum is sat like just yep. in the bathroom? Yep, she runs <laughs> the bathroom. Yeah, like, the she, like he is a, you know, six-year-old boy. Oh my god. I know. That's why it's concerning. <laughs> oh my god. Trey. For God's sake. Anyway. So it's the three of them at dinner. Trey, Charlotte and Bunny. And it seems that Trey and Bunny are really close and they get on really well. And Trey goes to order a drink. But then... And he says what he wants. He, he orders this drink. And then Bunny does this thing where she like... She just kind of like holds his arm and says you know maybe you should go for a red wine instead better for the heart and then Trey is just like 
alrighty. <laughs> and he orders a red wine. I mean, that whole thing is just weird anyway, but this whole time Charlotte is very closely watching what is happening mm. in front of her and yeah. she's, she's like, what? Intrigued. Like, she's she's a bit too intrigued, which <laughs> is, which I don't, there's some stuff about Charlotte in these like coming episodes that I'm just like, I'm not, not too fond of, but she seems intrigued and almost a little excited. Bonnie says that she likes Charlotte and she asks what they're doing tonight and Trey says that they're going to this restaurant and Bonnie says oh like I went there last week it wasn't very good and she does the arm thing again and says like maybe you should go to another restaurant and he just says alrighty. It's the weirdest thing it's like almost like he's been hypnotized. Hypnotized, Yeah Yeah, it's bizarre. (laughs) Bonnie McDougall I'm telling you now Bonnie McDougal is doing some like witch shit. She like some voodoo shit. Yeah, hundred percent. Some voodoo shit. Yeah. Carrie in the voiceover says that Charlotte was impressed with Bonnie's technique. Then we see Samantha giving someone a blowjob, and Carrie in the voiceover says, "Meanwhile, downtown, Samantha was entertaining Adam Ball. She says that he's a film editor, and he, oh, <laughs> that's." <laughs> I was going to say that Carrie says in the voiceover that he comes. It's <laughs> 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 not what Carrie says. Anyway, yeah, so he comes and Samantha, we see Samantha like lift her head up and she just has this face that is very unimpressed. She's mm, very... Yeah. She's a bit disgusted. She's unimpressed. She's concerned. <laughs> she's concerned and there's also a... a- disgust I don't know what the word is but like she's confused or something of like you know like there's a confusion on her face as to like what the fuck was that which is weird for Samantha yeah exactly yeah yeah yeah. she'd be very much a you know she'd know what was going on she'd be happy with the with the result normally she'd she'd not yeah yeah (laughs) anyway we cut to the girls at lunch <laughs> and it's this amazing scene oh my god I love him <laughs> Sam just says I'm dating a guy with the funkiest tasting spunk and which first of all on its own amazing incredible 100% uh, like, every, like give her all the awards <laughs> however Charlotte's reaction is just to get up and storm out <laughs> which is incredible yeah amazing yeah perfect way to respond perfect yeah for charlotte yeah perfect she it, she is just so done with samantha <laughs> just saying shit like this over lunch yeah so good and yeah it's it's amazing and then sam sam is like well i'm sorry but who else can i talk to about this and and carrie says uh no one <laughs> and sam is like you're my girlfriends. Have you ever had this problem? And Miranda's like, no, but it's never exactly been a trip to Baskin Robbins. <laughs> and Sam is like telling the girl, she's saying, you know, this guy is really sour, like asparagus gone bad. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And then Carrie just turns around and cancels her rice pudding. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the it's the sort of the the scene from the film. Like that's one of the things that in yes, the intro of the film yeah, yeah. we see that scene. Sam is like, you know, she's so disappointed because he's great in bed. And Miranda says, well, it's down to nutrition. 
she said that she once dated a smoker and it affected his. And Sam says maybe she could get him to eat something to change the taste. So Carrie says maybe you should write to Martha Stewart. <laughs> and then Miranda's like, dear Martha, funky spunk, help. <laughs> <laughs> the best. But Sam is like, you know, I don't know what to do. And Miranda says, well, just don't give him head again. And then Samantha is genuinely like, her face is just like, what? And she just has this moment mm-hmm. and she's like, I never even thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, that's not an option. Yeah, yeah, like that is just not, not even an option. So Carrie says, oh, so like casual head is back now. And Sam is like, it's fine. He's healthy and I don't swallow. Sam says that he loves getting head. And she's like, but what man doesn't? And Miranda says, if it were the other way around, men wouldn't go near the stuff. And Sam is like, unless it tasted like beer, like there's just this whole thing about, Mm. it's not really that relevant, but it kind of is later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that scene later on. That's awful. I know. So we cut to Miranda in her apartment and Carrie in the voiceover says, Miranda had come home to something that was even harder to swallow. (laughs) She had a voice message and it's a woman Um, leaving a message for Steve and she wants him to call her back so that they can you know go out for a movie and Miranda just looks she just looks uh, I wouldn't say upset but she just has this realization that like Steve is available and Mm -hmm. if Steve is available he's gonna see other women I do think it's pretty bold for Steve to give his ex's house number that he's living yeah. at, and he's, you know, he's living at her apartment on a, on her sofa. He could have given the, the, you know, where the his bar. work, phone yeah. number. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like a very, a bold move. Not a great move from Steve. No. Yeah. Quite inse- insensitive. A hundred percent, yeah. I just was like, yeah. We are pausing the podcast to let you know that we are on Patreon. Yes! Woohoo! You can now become a member of the Carried Away family and get exclusive content, voting privileges, early access, and much, much more. There are two memberships to choose from, the Carrie and the Samantha. The link is in the show notes. We hope to see you there. Carrie then says in the voiceover, on an answering machine across town, and then Carrie has a message from Big, and he sounds very panicked. And he says he's need, he needs to talk to her about what he said the other day. In the voiceover, Carrie says that the right part of her brain told her to do the right thing, which was to delete it. And then she says, but I left it, as in mm-hmm. left part of the brain, and she left the message. She continues and says, seven playbacks later, I brought over an impartial judge. We see Miranda at Carrie's apartment. They've clearly like been sat listening to the message. Yeah. Miranda says, you know, you should have punched him. <laughs> Carrie is like, you know, he wants to get back together, right? And Miranda says, you know, we could sit here and analyze this for years and, and still not know what the fuck this message means. And Carrie's like, what do I do? And Miranda says, well, it's pretty obvious what you want to do or you wouldn't be still listening to the message. And by the way, what happened to the not insane part of you? Because mm. it is, it's so obvious. Yeah. What Carrie, if, 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 if 100% of Carrie was like, no, done, mm-hmm. go away, she would delete the message and she would move on. Yeah. But there's just that part of her that is 
still tethered to big yeah she she's holding on to that mm-hmm. that part carrie says that after the fifth playback you know he he got in and carrie says that she hates the machine and miranda says that she hates hers too and tells carrie about the message for steve and carrie says you know i can't believe he's still on your couch and Miranda says, I know it's amazing. She says, a 34-year-old man with no money and no place to live because he's single is a catch. But a 34-year-old woman with a job and a great home because she's single is considered tragic. And Carrie says, it's so depressing. And then she says, let's listen to that message again. And like, she's fully obsessed. Mm. But that that little thing from Miranda that little yeah. sentence I was like yeah it's so so true so true I know yeah mm. because like Steve would be considered a bachelor and we've talked about before how a bachelor can be such a positive thing and a spinster is like such a negative like word or that it's just yeah it's, it is so so true because I think people like are like if you're single a, a woman at 34 if you're single you're not happy Mm-hmm. Or like, or like, there's a legitimate problem. Yeah, there's something wrong with you. Pe- yeah, like I people will say like you know when you hear people talking about relationships and it's like oh you know this is whoever you know they've never been married she's never been married and people are like mm-hmm. oh like what's what's the problem yeah like what's wrong with her why not because she doesn't want to fucking be married <laughs> like yeah yeah it's just. I hate it. Anyway, Carrie in the voiceover says, but it wasn't that simple. I stood and watched my emotions overrule both sides of my brain. We then see Big being chauffeured around in his stupid car and his phone rings. <laughs> stupid car. <laughs> because I'm sorry, but he has a chauffeur. I know, in a hotel. At a hotel, <laughs> get a grip. <laughs> get a grip, Big. Get a grip, Big. Who do you think and you he's are? He's still not happy. I know. I know. Oh, anyway. Yeah, we see Big in the car. His phone rings. It's Carrie. And he says that he wanted to talk about what he said. Carrie in the voiceover says, I didn't know why I called. I didn't know what I really wanted. But suddenly my heart was racing. And he says, I thought about it. And it's going to cost me a lot. So maybe you should forget what I said. And he says, I figured out I made my bed. I should lie in it. And she's just like, you do that, and hangs up. Mm-hmm. She just got really pissed off when he said about, you know, it's yeah. going to cost me a lot. I know, it's such a dicky thing to say. He's just such a twat. <laughs> yeah, he really is. Yeah. That poor woman. I know. Honestly, Natasha is just like, I I want Natasha to get her own spin-off series where she takes that million dollars from Big and she just fucking lives mm-hmm. it up yeah 100% <laughs> like he could get rid of this chauffeur and like I'm sure that would pay sell for... your hotel fire your chauffeur yeah. and and mm-hmm. get in couples therapy if it's that bad like you've married yeah. this woman deal with if it you, yeah yeah make it work try don't just run away to your ex-girlfriend because you like <sighs> he's such a Dead. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Carrie in the voiceover says it was just what I needed—a big shock treatment to jolt me right back to sanity. So we cut to Carrie and Aiden in bed, 
and she's reading and he notices like he's just kind of like looking up at the ceiling and he notices those cracks in the ceiling and he makes some comment about it and she says you know she can't afford to fix it and he says you have eight thousand dollars worth of shoes over there and she says yes i needed those (laughs) he says you know it could be great in here if you let me just like fix a few things around the house she says that she you know she can't afford it but he says i know what i know how to do all that stuff he agrees basically to do some things around the apartment to improve it she just like jumps on top of him and and hugs him and in the voiceover says here in my arms was a guy who wanted to make my home better and somewhere out there was a guy who wanted to pull it apart it wasn't a left or a right brainer it was a no-brainer we then cut to sam and adam at a restaurant and Carrie in the voiceover says, after a quick browse on healthyspoon.com, <laughs> wow, Samantha invited Adam Ball to dinner. So they're at like a health restaurant, essentially. Mm-hmm. And it was just giving Raw the restaurant I, from season six. Yeah, I, I thought the exact same thing. I was like, God, Plus, this is like, is, you yeah. know. I think this episode possibly inspired the, that story yeah, line of season six. Potentially. They order some health shots. Sam tells him that they're there because she's making an effort to eat better. She does the health shot and then fakes this mmm to convince him to try it. Because he's just like he's like, Why are we here? What is this? Yeah. He doesn't he's not he doesn't want to eat it and Mm. she's trying her best to convince him to try it. He takes the shot and he's like, Oh, that shit is funky. (laughs) And Carrie says Carrie says in the voiceover that Samantha had to fight every urge to tell Adam Ball he didn't know from Funky. Then she asked the waiter how long it takes for the wheatgrass shots to get in the system. And he says about like an hour and a half. And she's like, oh, we should order. (laughs) (laughs) Carrie says in the voiceover, an hour and a half, two wheatgrass shots and a ginger melon smoothie later. And then we see Sam is giving him head again. But again, her face says it all. He's clearly still got, as she said, funky spunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It hasn't changed anything. Yeah, it's just like a quick scene. And then we cut to Trey and Charlotte out for dinner. Trey doesn't like what he's ordered, so he asks the waitress to bring something else. And Charlotte does the bunny move. So yeah. he orders something. She touches his arm and says, you know, maybe you should try the tomato and basil. And he says, all righty, and orders it. And then she is so pleased. Yeah. She's, like, buzzing. Yeah. Trey says that, like, Bunny was was really impressed with Charlotte. And he says, you know, you're really a dream come true. Then Carrie in the voiceover says, Charlotte knew this was the moment, the magic moment where Trey was going to ask her to be his wife. And he says, Charlotte. And the waitress returns with his new order. And, and then he's like, oh my God, this is perfection. You always know what I want. And then, because she was like interrupted in this moment where she literally thought she was going to be proposed to, mm. she touches his arm and says, maybe we should get married. And he says, all righty. Like, imagine it being that easy. She is traumatized yeah (laughs) traumatized she is yeah this whole thing with the the whole arm touching maybe you should do this Mm -hmm. it does not sit well with me at all it's a bit manipulative isn't it 
completely and the fact that she's seen his mom do it to him and then she's yeah. replicated it to get him to like change his behavior but yeah. also like this is the moment where this is essentially the moment that that charlotte has wanted from day one and it's yeah. been a very much a season three focus of yeah. charlotte yeah. to get engaged and she essentially has just got engaged but this just goes to prove that that's actually not what she wants she wants the whole kneeling down on one knee oh yeah yeah blah 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 yeah um and also it kind of reminded me of um this is just a thought i'm having now but in the film you know carrie and big have that conversation in their apartment you know she says like they're having a conversation and he's like would you maybe we should get married would you want to get married and she's like I don't know maybe like are we getting married and it's just it's all so casual like yeah very very casual yeah I don't know I was just like this whole thing with Charlotte and the touch in the arm I was just like please stop (laughs) yeah it's not great it's not a great moment for Charlotte it's really not then we cut to Charlotte at Carrie's door and she tells Carrie I'm engaged and Carrie's like oh my god really like that's wonderful come in and Charlotte walks in and says, I proposed to myself. <laughs> and Carrie is like, what? Charlotte tells Carrie what happened. She says, you know, well, what did he say? And then she's like, all righty. Carrie, <laughs> Carrie says, the upsetting thing is not that you proposed. The upsetting thing is that you proposed to a guy who says, all righty. <laughs> and then Charlotte is like, oh, Carrie, stop. Like, because she's just, it's all very real. And Carrie yeah. just goes, alrighty. <laughs> Charlotte is fully spiralling, saying that, you know, she wanted to be the one that was proposed to, and it's mm-hmm. not right. You know, I shouldn't have asked, asked him. It was all so unromantic. And Carrie is like, Charlotte, you know, ignore those stupid rules. You love Trey, and you want to marry him. And mm-hmm. Charlotte's like, yeah, but, you know, there's no ring, no kneeling. It's tragic. And Carrie is just consoling her. This is really Charlotte's expectation to, to have yeah. a ring, to down on one knee, and it's yeah. not it's not met her you know vision board. And then we cut to Miranda's apartment, and Scout is outside her room barking like in the night. She gets up and shouts Steve down the hall like you know it's four a.m. like come and sort the dog. Only to walk in the front room and find that Steve's not there. And Carrie in the voiceover says that Miranda realised he was with the girl executive, so the girl from the phone. She says it was officially over. She finally got it in her head. That's another shitty move from Steve to like, because that dog was his. Yeah. Like idea to begin with. Yeah. This stupid idea. Don't get me wrong. I love Scout. I'm all for Scout. I'm all for getting yeah, dogs. Yeah. But like. Yeah. This was his fucking idea of I'll do this and 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 Mar- mm-hmm. and again Miranda. This is why Miranda has to be mean mommy sometimes because like yeah. she's dealing with Steve. Yeah, literally. We're gonna start to hate Steve. I'm not ready. <laughs> I know, and Eden. <laughs> uh, honestly, this is the thing. Watching these back, it's very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, um, very, very interesting. <laughs> so we cut to Steve coming home as Miranda is about to leave for work. And there's this awkward encounter and Miranda's, it's very like, it's very unemotional. And, you know, she's just like, you know, she's took the dog out and she's circled a bunch of apartments for 
him to look at and he says you know I should probably get out of here and he says thanks for letting me stay and she's just says you're welcome like it's it's very it's very much we're done conversation yeah and I'm no longer gonna hold your hand when you're perfectly capable of going out and making other things happen such as dates relationships yeah you can get your shit together and get the fuck off my sofa (laughs) yeah pretty much yeah yeah so she's about to walk off out the door and steve says you know i think we did pretty good and then miranda says steve never mind and he says what and she says you know i was gonna say to keep in touch but that's weird right and he says you know i guess we could do that and then she leaves cut to aiden who is sanding carrie's floors it's loud he's got this loud music on he's very much like in work zone he's just like in his own world and she's also trying to work she's trying to type a column but obviously it's too loud and she tells him i'm gonna go to the hotel around the corner because she can't work then we see trey and charlotte walking the street like they're talking they're just he's talking to her and she's just completely miserable like she's (laughs) staring off into space yeah she's like newly engaged and she's just like moping down the street She's yeah. not a happy woman. It wasn't a real... I, I sort of get that. I did. It wasn't a real engagement. I would not feel like I'm engaged if that was... Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. I get it. But, th- but this is the thing. Charlotte says that she wants something, which she has got. She's She is engaged. When in actual fact, just own it. Say you want someone to like get mm-hmm. on one knee. You want this. You want a big... You, you have to like be specific and she's just been saying she wants to get engaged she wants to get engaged and she wanted it that much that she literally su- she manipulated she like suggested yeah, she forced it in yeah. that move so that it wasn't what and she and that was her doing she yeah. was the one that yeah. said that and she had no control over what trey was gonna say you know she's got what she wanted but it turns out it wasn't what she wanted mm-hmm. anyway so yeah she looks miserable and carrying the voiceover says charlotte had done the impossible in new york she was engaged to her heart's desire. <laughs> Unfortunately, she couldn't get the way it happened out of her head. <laughs> Trey makes Trey makes them stop and they're outside Tiffany's. And he says, maybe we should go in here and find you the most beautiful ring they have. And then Charlotte says, alrighty. Yeah. Like, she's like so, so happy. Yeah. And I, I, I understand that the ring is part of the engagement. But she's more happy about getting this Tiffany ring than she is about the idea of marrying Trey. I know, yeah, yeah. Which is a tad concerning. It is a tad concerning. But I think, as I think, very, um, I don't, it's not materialistic, but very, like, shallow in the, in, like, the whole, like, marriage thing and relationship thing. Yeah. Because it's been, like, you know, what other people think you know yeah and and she wants she wants the wedding more than the husband i think yeah 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 and and she wants to be she wants to be a wife a bride yeah uh, yeah, yeah and she wants this whole like you know i'm gonna stay at home and i'm gonna look after my husband type of situation mm. not necessarily about like you know her in love with this man you know yeah yeah and there's nothing wrong with wanting those things. I just feel like her priorities are slightly askew. Like they're yeah. just not. It's, there's more to it. There's more to getting married than just like the ring or the the wet the wedding day and all of those things and or the um, external sort of like 
mm. look of it all yeah do you know what I mean like it's like oh mm. we're happily married couples <laughs> yeah like she was saying before like it's more she was more concerned about the fact that she was gonna have to mm. you know tell people that she had suggested it rather than being like oh yeah he got on one knee he said this he said that like yeah yeah so that was what she was more concerned about but Carrie in the voiceover now says <laughs> from that moment on Charlotte would tell everyone that right in front of Tiffany's Trey popped the question out of nowhere and she said alrighty god love her <laughs> so then we cut to Sam and Alan kissing he's like pushing her down trying to get her to give him a blowjob and she says you know it's not gonna happen tonight I'm not in the mood and he's like you know what's the problem and she says <laughs> because at first she's trying not to say it she's saying i'm not in the mood i don't want to do yeah. that which should be enough by the way oh, one million percent <laughs> no question he's like you know what's the problem what's the problem and so she just ha- she just tells him she has to she says you've got some funky tasting spunk and he's like spunk and then she says Come, spooge, joy juice, funky. <laughs> joy juice. We just is... calling it joy juice. I know. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's Samantha. It's everything. It's just amazing. He says it's an excuse. He's, he's like, oh, you know, you're one of those girls that he, he fucking says this stupid thing where he says that you put blowjobs in the coming attractions that I'm never going to get to see in the actual movie which I'm not even going to go into that but Sam jumps up and he says you know I resent that I love giving head and he's like well come on then give me a blowjob it's easy and Sam says she just like loses it at this point she's like easy you men have no idea what we're dealing with down there she says teeth placement jaw stress suction gag reflex and all while bobbing up and down moaning and trying to breathe through our noses honey they don't call it a job for nothing (laughs) i love that so much amazing then she says having said all of that with the right man it can be fabulous that is unless the man in question has spunk that tastes like a trip to the rotten egg buffet (laughs) and he says look it can't be that bad and she says okay I'll make you a deal if you try it I'll try it and he's like you know I can't I can't do that and she's like take it or leave it so Mm, I can't believe he does this I just can't I know Carrie in the voiceover then says 10 minutes later Samantha learned just how far a man would go for a blowjob and he tastes his own joy juice as samantha calls it he very begrudgingly says i'm fine with it of course he's gonna say that Mm. carrie says in the voiceover that samantha kept her word she gave him head but her heart wasn't in it (laughs) (laughs) then we see carrie type in at the hotel does big call my note just says carrie is typing at the hotel it's big <laughs> so I'm assuming Carrie is typing at the hotel. The phone rings. It's yes. big. <laughs> he says, I'm in the lobby. And she's like, What? How did you even know I was here? And he says, The guy at your place. He says, I have to talk to you. But she says, Stay in the lobby. Like, I'll come down. And she goes downstairs. She sees him at the bar. 
she's like really annoyed she's like what are you doing here calling my house you're following me to hotels and he says just please sit with me for one minute and listen to me and she's like I don't have time for this I have a boyfriend a deadline and you have a wife and a drinking problem and he says he was an asshole on the phone and that he got nervous and he's just like I don't know like he's he just doesn't know what he wants to say yeah he doesn't know what's going on he's just like you know I got nervous and I'm and this and that and I, I just don't know and Carrie's like you have to stop this this flirting this jerking me around and calling my boyfriend um she says you know he doesn't know about us and I don't want him to ever know about us and he says why and she says I'll go lay in your beige bed and she storms she storms off like back to go up to the room but he chases after her and then he just says fuck I miss you she gets in the lift she tells him like don't you dare follow me in here but he does he goes into the lift and he's just like all over her like he's he's kissing her but she's pushing him off but he just keeps kissing her and he's like Mm -hmm. he he says that I love you she's like pushing him off and then all of a sudden it like it kind of changes where she starts to kiss him back she's she literally says fuck me yeah I know Carrie in the voiceover says my mind was yelling how angry I was but my heart my heart we see Carrie and Big in bed in the hotel and they've clearly just had sex they're sharing a cigarette and carrying the voiceover says and just like that i lost my head not only is she she cheating on him she's also smoking which he you know does not enjoy (sighs) honestly like it's just it's it's just like oh i don't know do you know what really irritates me and I well obviously t- like that does like obviously irritate me it's like she's actually like lying with him mm. as well like yeah. after it's it's like it, I think that, that that's what irritates me through you know the next couple of episodes as well it's like you know there's no so instant regret casual about it yeah 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 she she clearly does not give a fuck about Aiden. Yeah. While he's like in the in next apartment, worse. Yeah. yeah. In her apartment, he's 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 like doing work to her apartment to make her home mm-hmm. better, and she's just like, yeah, I'm just fucking big, my married ex. Yeah. And you know yeah. what? I'm just gonna lie here, and we're just gonna share a cigarette while he mm-hmm. sorts my floors out. It's just it's it's horrible, and I I think like I just don't believe the regret or the um guilt in like the coming episodes whenever she's like talking about it in the voiceovers and all because of like how casual and like she is i i just i just think she is more annoyed not annoyed more i just think she's more traumatized by the thought of being found out than actually what Uh, happened exactly yeah yeah this is just the 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 start of a very bad few yeah. episodes where a lot of stuff mm. happens yeah oh, oh Carrie 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh anyway thoughts on the episode a decent episode I liked there was I mean obviously there's some great yeah <laughs> Samantha moments great moments yeah the scene where Charlotte just storms off incredible amazing yep Bunny, an introduction to Bunny McDougal. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. 
Bonnie McDougall. Yep. She is... She is an icon, but not in the best of ways. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. Like, I feel like we should do a whole bonus episode on Bonnie, because she is insane. She She's literally insane. is insane. I... Maybe we should do, like, who is Bonnie McDougall? That's why I want to know who is Bonnie. Like, what happened to her yes. when she was growing up? Like, you know, I want to know all of these things. I want to know her past. I want to know her history. I think she's been married many times. Do you? And I think she murdered one of her husbands. <laughs> wow. Then she got all the money. Maybe all of and them. And that's why they're... <laughs> <laughs> like... You know when you hear like, oh, all of their, all of her husbands ended up dead. I'm telling you, she, Bunny's seen some stuff. Bunny's lived a life. I could see her being like very like Carol Baskiny, like having yes, some sort I mean. of like, you know, her husband secret mysteriously disappeared, and like, and she now lives Maybe. with loads of cats maybe bunny is the that's why she had to flee scotland <laughs> that maybe bunny is the original mrs lovett yeah maybe she put all of her husbands into a pie oh my god <laughs> oh maybe. my god you never know at this point that is what I believe. That's what I'm sticking with. That's what I'm going with. Yeah, we should do a bonus episode. Join us over on Patreon for our bonus episodes. Because that you... is what we will be doing. Yeah. If you want to hear the story of Bonnie McDougall, <laughs> come on over. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okie doke. Thank you so much for listening. Alrighty. And... You missed Alrighty. a good moment there. <laughs> Alrighty. Maybe alrighty. Maybe maybe you should listen to another episode. Yeah. Maybe you should join us on Patreon. Maybe you should leave us a review. Maybe you should follow us on Instagram. <gasps> maybe you should subscribe. Maybe you should download every single episode <laughs> ever and binge them all. Alrighty. Alrighty. Bye! Bye!